Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, Rugby League Social Club, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to be following the right people. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T and I'd like to give a big shout out to Chris Gale, Chris underscore Gale. Actually, I'm not sure if it is Chris underscore Gale, but amazing guy, uh, corporate partner with the Tigers and um, was very generous in inviting me and Rose from his uh, radio programs uh, to that game and and I had such a fantastic time, such a nice guy, at Chris Gale 11 get around him. He also does Fire Up, uh, he's on that, and so get around that program. I think he also does something with the Batuta, he's everywhere. He's an absolute legend and everyone loves him because of his views and of course views are my own. What a day for him. He's come here with nothing in his pocket and he's gone home with twice as much. Yes, that's right. It's lovely dedication time. This is everyone's chance to nominate a special person in their lives. Could be a player, coach, team, referee, social media account. Anyone they think deserves some love. And at Matt's underscore sport, um, who I think is the the legend behind the NRL Bulldogs podcast, which won the, the podcast quizzes. It was the NRL Bulldogs came first. The Spins Up Cronulla podcast uh, by everyone's favorite legend at Sharks Obsessed. They came second. And then on the ranch, the Cowboys won. The Cowboys podcast came third. Thanks to all 10 podcasts that got involved. It's so lovely of you. The six that didn't, if your team didn't end up getting a go, it's because I contacted your any, any podcast that your um, team has and they weren't interested in doing it or they didn't get back to me. So I'm sorry for those six. Uh, uh, teams but the other 10 were such great sports uh, so congratulations Matt but he has nominated a love league dedication this week and he has dedicated it to Serbian Rugby League and so the poem for, for you Matt is to all those league fans in Serbia oh yeah we love all of you We can thank you um, each week if you give us a review or some kind of shout out. There were lots of really lovely um, suggestions for the cow's name which is coming up. So I'm going to quickly thank those people. Uh, we'll go through those during that game. But thanks to those people and, and all those people out there who, who think about us and, and, and listen. Because I know there's heaps of you. Not, not everyone interacts with us, but I know lots of people are listening. So I want to thank all those people. The other way that you can be involved in the podcast other than LLDs is, of course, just tweet or facey or Insta great stuff, and hopefully I'll see it and you'll get featured helping us talk about rugby league. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Thursday. Manly get up! Manly get up! Flap City versus Kebab Store. Here we go with a cheeky tinfoil house. Just remember. If the odds on a footy team are above four dollars, you should definitely bet on them. You heard it here first. There's a uh, bet big win big theory from the tinfoil house. If it's over four dollars in the NRL, you should get around them. And I can tell you, Migs did get around them, and he cashed out, as you're going to hear with my chat with Pat. Hit it, Pat. Hi. Did you watch the football? Of course, I watched the football. Okay. Um, now, can I ask? Did you watch the football by yourself? No, I watched it with Migs. Okay, and and. We talking about how often you watch football with Migs? Or? Sure, you talk about whatever you like. Because um, <laughs> that's super romantic. For anyone who doesn't know, 
the like the chemistry that was on the podcast wasn't just on the podcast; it was in real life. <laughs> this is like too like schoolgirl yard for like the fact that we've been <laughs> together for almost a year. <laughs> That's like, what I was gonna <laughs> say because you're you're just about to celebrate an anniversary. Yeah. And so, are you doing that at the football? They're just saying to open up games again. <laughs> Campbell anniversary at the football? Yeah. I don't think so. You said you wanted to go somewhere you've never been. Well, have you been to Campbelltown? <laughs> Do you have any desire to go to Campbelltown? <laughs> yeah, somewhere you haven't been. Migs could afford it. He's betting so much at the moment. Yeah, I was just about to say this game was made so much better by the fact that he's now like a betting lord who loves <laughs> who loves betting. You sound like him. You just <laughs> there's the exact word betting lord. I have to be there to support him because he's actually winning. Yeah. So support if he's five. Like multi comes off, that's the anniversary done. We can go somewhere real nice. Yeah, yeah. So last night he's he's given us a tinfoil um, speed bumps about it, which yeah. which the listeners may or may not have already heard. I can't. I don't know where it'll be in the podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he chucked down. He he had five dollars on the Broncos. Yeah. Tell me what happened. He had five dollars on the Broncos, and then he put five dollars on the Broncos. That was it. And he just said, "We just need them." Because they're paying four dollars or something. They're paying four twenty-five or something. He just said, "You know, we need them to be up at halftime because they've got that. If your team's up by more than four at halftime, we thought it was if your team's up by more than four at halftime, you get like your full payout. But I think it's just you win some money type thing if you choose to cash out. So." Um, we were just really hoping the Broncos would be up. So when they started scoring, but then when they got to about 18 nil, we were like, you can stop scoring now because we both tipped manly. Yeah, right. So we were like, I think we got too excited about the Broncos scoring and now we need them to like stop. Mm. Um, but it worked out perfect because they were up at half time. We cashed out at, see how I say we? I was just about to point that out. I've made it very clear. We win together, but we lose separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we cashed out at like $16 or something. And then Manly came back, which is exactly what we wanted them to. So it was a perfect game. Now, but. do you think, <laughs> did you enjoy watching the game? I know it's harder when money's riding so on it. So much harder when money's riding on it. Yeah. And tips. Our work to be great is uh, so close at the moment. But I, then I thought about it. I Probably everyone tipped Manly anyway. So if yeah. Broncos were to win, it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. Well, not everyone, because we know Chicken Palmer and Rev underscore Boyle, mm, I think, are tip. also in our... Now, have you spoken to Rev underscore Boyle today? No, I haven't seen him today. I did see his tweets, though. Mm, he's not a happy man. And uh, it's really sad because, because Migs ran into him today and he was way more fiery in real life than he was. Oh, really? Yeah, the poor bloke. And I get it. Like, he's, he thinks what he's watching, he's not enjoying. So that would be mm. really heartbreaking. If I was watching a game that I really loved and it didn't, it didn't speak to him anymore, that would be really hard for me to deal with. Mm. I don't think the answer is AFL. But <laughs> the answer everyone, is never AFL. <laughs> but everyone's different. And, but I hope, that, um, I hope that either the Broncos get better at playing under that rule or there's some other changes to it so he can fall back in love with it. Or he just takes, maybe he just needs I some just time away. I just interesting because like, I just don't feel like six again was called that much in the game. So I just feel like to like sort of blame everything on like that one new rule. I just like don't know how that works because I just don't feel like it was it happened that often. Maybe not in that game. I Maybe think it happened often enough to still tire them out and like have repercussions on the rest of the game, but I think he also is just not enjoying any games. I think that's he wasn't just putting it on the Broncos. I think I keep putting it on the Broncos saying, yeah. dude, your, your team's crap, that's not football's fault. Mm-mm-mm. But I think he's watched a few games and he's, he's just not enjoying it. And, and he, I don't know if he's the only one. I, he's not the only person I know who doesn't like the rulings, but he's certainly the only person I know who's gone like full AFL. Um, I'm only really finding it like a different full AFL about it. <laughs> the most extreme reaction <laughs> we can right. have. And amazingly, <laughs> AFL Twitter told me I had a draw last night. Oh. So it was the worst reaction for him as well. He turned it off to go and watch the AFL, and then it was like nothing happened Boring. essentially. Yeah. Boring, <laughs> and then a result. <laughs> See, I, the only thing I don't like, like, I really like how the new game flows, and I like the speed of it, and yeah. I think that's really cool. But uh, like, the score lines have been real weird, and I don't know, like, 
why that is. Yeah. I feel like last year the score lines were way more like this person's winning, now they've taken the lead, now it's kind of close and someone yeah. just breaks through at the end. This has just been real blowouty. Yeah, but it hasn't. So I thought the exact same thing. And, I, and I'm worried it's because of the narrative. Yeah, and other mm. people who are smarter than me said the last time we had a... not It was the ones before the 59 nil. Yeah. The last time we had a blowout like this was around 20 last year. And so you're just like, well, it's exactly the same but as But maybe last not year, even a blowout like that, but there has been a few like held to zero, hasn't there? But maybe yeah, that's maybe, what happened in round 20. It was like oh. 40, It was like 32 nil or something. The Roosters destroyed someone. Yeah, maybe it's just like overshadowing it a little like um what's the word i'm looking for like yeah, you have a game yeah like you have a game like that and you look at it and then it's like oh all the games have been like this even mm. though probably technically they Maybe haven't not, yeah i think also we're just trying to resolve things so that you you want to think about football so what's different this is different I'll just i'm also this. getting confused like i know that technically speaking it's only round four mm. I think that's what's throwing me off because I'm like, I don't know who's good yet. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, my tips have been so off, like, since we, like, in the last two weeks that we've, I've been like nine games, but mm. they've been really off. And I, it's like, usually I can tell, like, who's kind of good and who's kind of shit. And I haven't been able to tell who's good and who's shit, but I guess it's also only round four. So yeah. they've only really played three games. Like, we don't know yet who's really good. So I don't know. It's, it's finding it a bit confusing. I think technically it's round five. Is it? Didn't we just start round five last night? I don't know. Is, isn't it? How many games have we had back? Yeah, we've had two weeks since we've come back. Um, Fine. I Technically agree. round five, but I we've agree. only had four rounds. Yeah, so yeah. like... Yeah, it's hard to tell for sure. Except it really does look like Brisbane aren't good and St. George aren't good. Yes. And it looks like the Roosters are still good. That's about all I'm That's sure That's all I about. know, though. Yeah, like Rabbits even, up in the air. Tigers yeah, well, up in the rabbits air. Rabbits are coming, like, 14th or something. So I'm technically, like, looking at it going, maybe we're shit. But, like, all we the games I've watched badly. us play, yeah. I haven't thought we're shit. But it's yeah. coming off like we're kind of shit. Mm. And then you've got, like, the Raiders who have been really good. But then they're not, winning. Haven't, they're not yeah. winning all their games. Yeah. And I'm feeling really confused about, like, there hasn't been anyone who's besides Roosters who have been consistently good. Mm. Or the Even Knights. Storm. Even Storm have not been consistently good. No. Yeah, they've lost one. They've not looked the good. The Knights have like been probably really more good, consistently but, yeah, but, good than the Storm But can Storm you believe that? Been. Like, it's hard no. to believe that the Knights are Because then you're looking good. at who they're playing, but you don't know if they're playing good people yeah. or bad people. <laughs> and you try and do some kind of tree diagram of who's good and bad, and it yeah. doesn't make any sense because it's like Warriors lost to these people, but then beat these people, but yeah. then lost to those other people. And it's like, we're all winning and losing to the wrong teams in my mind. It's yeah. very confusing. I know last year was the fastest year ever where we had that domino where you had beat you who beat you who beat you who beat you. So that was even happening last year. So Yeah, and I think it normally is happening and I have to remember it's like so early in the season technically mm. speaking. I just feel like it's like it's the middle of winter. I feel like usually when I'm this cold I know who's good and who's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have I think done Origin by now maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We would have started Origin probably yeah. like now or soon. Anyway, did the jerseys throw you off last night? Because I was real confused for like most of the game. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because they're when both like Manly maroon colours. Yeah, but when does Manly ever win, wear yellow? They don't, but the Broncos don't wear yellow that often. Like, all yellow. <laughs> anyway. Do you know who won? <laughs> I think we should have gone through that. Really? <laughs> Score? Uh, yeah, 18... No. 18, 24, I don't know. No, it wasn't. And also, you've done it around the wrong way. Whatever team won, I know, would have gone but, first. I knew, but I knew that Manly was on 18, weren't they? I mean, Broncos were on 18. Yeah. Well, they didn't not. score a point after they got 18 and then they never scored again, right? Thanks, Patty. We'll get to the score in just a sec. Let's go with this. Just in from the tinfoil house, according to one Neil Rimpton. Seabold's gone if the Broncos cop another thrashing. At V8 Tiger wrote, Darius Boyd is scoring tries now. 
what the hell world am I living in right now? Man, Darius had a pretty good game. And he went over, I think, another time. It was it was pulled back, but um, he had a great game. Uh, score? That's right, K-Bay. You got in there. There's your first point. Uh, for anyone playing along at home, I'll shout score. You say it as quick as you can. And when I hear you, you'll get the point. K-Bay got it. This one, it was 20 to 18, K-Bay. And that was blocked. It was backed up by the Blue Tick Broncos account that said full-time. The Seagulls chase us down to win 20 to 18. Uh, it was a great game. In fact, Scott Bailey uh, tweeted afterwards, at Scott Bailey AAP, official crowd figure of 178 here at Central Coast Stadium, the second lowest home attendance in Manly's history, but probably the highest crowd at a major sports match worldwide in months. Well said, Scott. Someone asked him straight away what was the lowest, and as you can imagine, it was zero the week before. <laughs> Friday. Foo Fighters verse, well, it was cows, but we had a few people try and help us out here. I'm super, super happy with these people. Thank you so much, at Boomsy8, who suggested, uh, who tweeted, my cow's name, Tropical Milk Fluids. Of course, we asked him to explain that, and he said, North Queensland, Tropics, cow, milk, boys, but it should be gender fluid. Tropical Milk Fluids. <laughs> at Andy Siegs uh, suggested, uh, this is Media Watch Mario, of course. I just call him the Tamalolos because they don't exist without him. <laughs> and at David Hunter, who has an excellent podcast, the Hypo Hypothetic RL, at DVDHNTR, consider calling the Cowboys the Udders due to their stadia former name, Cowboys, and they are also so far away that they are Udder... Bad pun. Uh, okay, so we'll put a poll up. If you like udders, if you like tamalolos, or if you like tropical milk fluids, we'll put a poll up during this week. Y'all vote, and then that's what it'll be called. Uh, so for the meantime, Foo Fighters vs. Cows. Oh, what's that sound? Well, if you're big, you got to play big. Yes, Block is telling us this was the game of the round. What an absolute cracker. At 72, JJK, the cows are, the tomal are a tomalolo injury away from being a bottom four side. I don't think the cows are going that well at the moment anyway, but uh, I completely see what you're saying. Tamalolo was incredible in this game, but Warriors did a pretty good job of making him look uh, like a normal amazing forward, not Tomalolo level, because I think Tamalolo only hit 100 metres just after the second half started, and usually he's over 100 metres in the first half. So just an excellent sign there of how well the Warriors um, forward pack are going at the moment. At the Sportress tweeted, how is a team with Tamalolo so bad at everything Except Tamalolo-ing, of course. <laughs> what a great job. Tamalolo-ing. Um, yeah, I mean, halves, I guess, are an issue. Someone pointed out this week that, that they don't produce enough players for that region of the world. Um, Isan Masters is looking a lot like all the bad bits that Isan did in the Tigers. He's now starting to move up into the cows. So I wish that guy all the best of luck trying to turn his, his stuff around. I absolutely love the Warriors at the moment, like everybody else. Um, set completion wasn't as record-breaking as last week, but the halves are looking good. Nicarima's on fire at the moment. He's an absolute NBA jam fire star, and uh, I wish them all the best to score. That's right, Carsten, all the way up in the crazy parts of Europe. You're absolutely right, sir, 37 to 26. And that was backed up with a Vodafone blue tick NZ Warriors who wrote, Nicarima seals the win with a penalty goal, um... At Let's Gone Warriors, and I love that they've jumped on the Let's Gone. Hash Let's Gone Warriors 3726. Um, 
And it was such a bizarre score that at Boomsy08 wrote, I feel like this is definitely a score that Wet Wet Weddy would have predicted. <laughs> 37-26. Too true. Staying on Saturday. Sala vs. Cultural Club at Scotty Eels tweeted, Well done at Parrot Eels and Penrith Panthers. Great game tonight. Hash go Parrot. It was a fantastic game. Almost the game of the round. At underscore goddamn gun He's tweeted to the pod at SportsBFS. Thanks at West Tigers for Matheson, Moses and Nathan Brown. I thought Matheson played well. Moses was excellent. Um, but Nathan Brown, his impact when he came um, on late in the game was fantastic. Hitting that line behind the ruck. Often people who haven't played, watched a lot of rugby league or, or are just starting to watch it often ask, why do people keep like, why do people who take a hit up run back towards where everyone was? We're trying to tire people out uh, is the number one thing so that they're big scary men who are great at defending and have to use a lot of energy, use it up quickly. Um, but the other reason is when you defend, you have the ruck there and then your A and B defenders, that means the two people next closest to the ruck leave a huge gap, like there's a gap um, Behind the behind the ruck because they realise they don't need to defend there because the two markers are there, and so there is that um, huge gap there. If the markers don't work hard enough, then there is a big gap in that defensive line, which is why they're constantly running towards that. And we saw an excellent uh, example of that when Nathan Brown caught tied um, markers, hit that gap, and eventually they set up a try off the back of that. Probably, I think it was actually the game-winning try. And at Charlie underscore Lulach wrote, "The players look tired and out on their feet. That's what footy should be." Don't know if it's a six again. I don't know if it's because of COVID. I don't really care. It was a fantastic game of football. Late scoring tries, uh, making all the difference. Score. That's right. Fat, hairy, lazy. Well done, sir. It was 16-10. You're absolutely right. Backed up by the Blue Tick NRL who wrote, Wild West, fire emoji. 16-10. And at Chloe Amanda B, the Blue Tick, said, The steam coming off Moses in this post-match interview is next level. It was great. He was talking to Freddie. Um, and the ground announcers and fireworks and whatever else is going off, coupled with the fact that reporters are supposed to be two metres away at all times, meant that Freddie was screaming his questions at, at poor Moses, who just couldn't hear him. He asked him three times, and on the third time, Moses nodded like he understood, and then just did the, the normal game spiel of, oh, yeah, the boys worked hard and blah, blah, blah. And Freddie said, thanks for that, mate. That's not what I asked you. Ah, comedy of errors, excellent, excellent television straight afterwards, uh, with the steam rising from Moses. Saturday. This mighty fullback for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Feet fans versus Shitans at Ryan. Ja- Ryan. Ja- oh, I shouldn't try and read it because I, I know how to say it. I just can't read it. Ryan Tajan. I'm so sorry, Ryan. I've said you a bunch of times in this podcast, and I've said it right the other times. I think. Uh, Latrell Mitchell has a blinder. Latrell Mitchell haters. Yeah, but it was played against the Titans. Isn't that great? <laughs> Uh, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uh, Spongebob meme font. He was so good in this game. That teleporting two of us to Sheck's step that he put on um, to put the guy who's playing Locke in that game. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember. Jai Arrow. Thanks, Media Watch Mario and Boomsy. I can hear you shouting at me. That step that he put on him. Oh, it was so great. Uh, yeah, he had an excellent game. And did a great press conference afterwards with Fox. Uh, really level-headed, really... Uh, it was just really really well-spoken. Uh, great ambassador for the game. At Sharky Day 44. Tons aren't that far off the pace, really. 
Still got a stupid error in them, but considering their roster, they are doing well. Couldn't agree more, Sharky Dave. You could see them play to that potential against us when everyone had bought into what was supposed to be happening, and, and they, they really went for it. They just lost this game in the first half. For the second half, they looked excellent. And if they can just put two halves together, um, they'll be great. Just like the Warriors. We see, we see the Warriors put two halves together and they win. So the Titans start doing that and they're also going to win. Score? You got it, Migs. 32-12. Well done, sir. And that was backed up by the South Sydney Rabbitohs blue tick account. They said, back on track. Fist. And then a railroad emoji. Feels good, man. Feels real good. I don't know about that tweet, guys. And then these hashtags, hash oldest, proudest, loudest. Oldest, proudest, loudest, okay. 32-12. You have to explain that one to me, Boomsy. Now, the trophy is going to Victoria. Chucky Milk versus Can Burglars. I was uh, watching this game in the car on the way out to Seatown, and then, and then when I got there, I watched the second half um, with, let me name drop, Pascal, who's very interested in how this game went. Uh, and Chris Gale and Rose, it was it was great. At 86 Hodgson, he subbed this up beautifully. He, he's a Witness fan uh, in the English Super League, but he um, has summed this game up perfectly. Decent battle between Newcastle and Melbourne. Newcastle's pack were unable to get a good, real foothold in the game and were kept at an arm's length for long periods. The best Melbourne have looked all season and are probably going to get better. Hash NRL Storms Knights, hash Rugby League. Well said. Stephen, I don't need anything else. Score? Oof, not LV05, got in there 26 to 12. And it was confirmed by the Newcastle Knights blue tick. We go down on the Central Coast. <clears throat> Knights 12, Storm 26. Hash, go hard, go Knights. Hash, United, spelt U K N H I G H T E D. United. <laughs> Love it. And still on Saturday. Your Mighty Worst Tigers versus The Clap. Uh, at Dane Tyrrell tweeted, Dwayhe playing fantastic. Uh, couldn't agree more. In fact, I'd mentioned on the West Life podcast last week that um, Dwayhe's defensive reads needed to improve, but he was. But I was really impressed with him. And he was great in this game. His, his defense was fantastic. And also I learned in that podcast, it's not Dewey, it's Dwayhe. So um, thanks to V8 Tiger for helping me with that. At... D. Nofaluma, blue tick, the Nof. He said, defense has definitely improved, which has gained confidence among the group. Hang in there at West Tigers fans. We'll be back in the winner's circle. Pray thank you, hands. He is having a season. He was fantastic in this game. He's been fantastic since we've come back from the COVID break. So proud of having him in the team. Thank God he's here. Paddy Seals, I'm sure you're also changing your underpants regularly. Score? Hey, Sam Wooden gets in there. It's 14 to 6. Backed up with the West Tigers blue tick, West Tigers blue tick, who said, "Played tough, but not enough." Sad, annoying face. Fourteen six. Andrew RLP tweeted afterwards, suggesting Tigers fans would be proud of this performance is part of the problem at the club. Being happy with losing, need to aspire to be more, to be better, better than ninth. And at Gaza Ribbon to capital Zs, very much over the oh, we tried hard again tonight at West Tigers that. That, that's the mediocrity that has made us miss eight years of finals in a row. You must find a way to win teams like at Storm do it week in and week out. Very rarely let halftime leads slip. Uh, I, uh, I completely understand where the boys are coming from. It is starting to get 
I mean, I, you, you don't want to say, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Um, finals football would be great, but unfortunately I am one of the kind of people who's just like, I'm really glad we played well and didn't get the win. Okay, but I'm, I'm happy that we're playing we're playing well. And really, we played well against the Titans. They just play better than us. I'm, I'm happy we played well against the Raiders, um, but they just play better at us in the second half. Sunday! Commies versus old Gil, so great to finally play that commies music. Speaking of so great, let's sit it up with some Courtney at Burjo0806. The drought finally broken. Bang, bang emoji. Yeah, rather. Peace, sun. Fire emoji. Uh, he had a Rocks and Diamonds game, but I thought uh, Dragons looked great the whole time. The game didn't. The Sharks tried to push back in, but it never looked like the, the Dragons were losing control of it. So it was so great to see the commies finally get up. Looked really good. Uh, Dufty had a great game the entire time, so that's really good for him. Um, and I hope that that continues. I know that's not happened before, but I mean, Dufty's had great games and then come off the bandwagon. Uh, yeah, I really hope they can get together because they've got such a great fan base. The other crazy thing that happened in this game, at big underscore chappy tweeted, I reckon Fafita would dust Frizzell. Those two shirt fronting each other. I had no idea how into that I was until I saw it. Those two big men, big man season shaping up. I'm not a pro-punching, pro-violent guy, but just seeing those two angry facing each other that close. Ooh, Sally had my juices going. Score. Giannis. Congratulations, sir, on getting there fast enough. You just beat the rest of the Sharks people. Giannis, you got it. Score was 30-16, to 16. Giannis. Well done, sir. And that was confirmed by the NRL underscore Dragons blue tick. We are off and running. Fire emoji hash red V 30-16. Uh, the big news is obviously the omission of Jonathan Thurston. Yeah, news. So the biggest and craziest news, obviously, that happened through the week was the postponing of a game. And, I mean, it's postponed to a point where it's not going to be in this podcast. It's going to come out. Podcast will come out Sunday night. And so game happens now tomorrow. Tough. At NRL Blue Tick, wrote the Australian Rugby League Commission this morning approved changes to the hash NRL round five schedule to ensure the health and safety of the playing group and the community after a remote risk of the NRL Bulldog squad emerged last night. This also um, came to me through a member's email from the Bulldogs, which is crazy, um, and also from the Roosters, which just said Bulldogs versus Roosters game postponed due to biosecurity risk. Uh, It does say that the child of one of the players attends a school in the Sutherland Shire where a staff member has tested positive to COVID-19. The primary school has been closed until June 25th and students have been told to self-isolate. So the, the 6 p.m. game has been moved to 4 and then this game that was supposed to be happening at 4 is happening at 7. Incredible stuff. And in fact, at Mitch Walkerden tweeted, Swift action from the hash in a role and, P- and Peter Volandis. Us fans and the state of the game could not be in better hands. The professionalism, the trust with all parties is incredible. Hash NRL Bulldogs Roosters. Well said, Mitch. Completely agree with you, sir. And Budunia swoops in with an incredible joke. Once again, a school kid has brought the Bulldogs undone. (laughs) Obviously, we hope everyone's well. Uh, The teacher's okay. The students are okay. There's not a breakout from this and that the play continues. And that everyone is happy and healthy. But thank you for Bud- thank you to Budunia who um, has found that lighter side in all of this, as usual. Wow! Well, congratulations! He snuck it right in the end. Congratulations to Ad Budunia who has once again this week's 
Sports best tweet of the week. I think he's won it once or twice before, so he's becoming even closer. He's now probably odds-on favourite to be named the sports best Twitter champion for 2020. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? That brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, enjoy your sport for another week. Stay safe. Get around good people on the socials and join us again next time we drop an app. Talk to you then, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous.